Hello, Angela Cote here, and I'm back with another episode of the Franchise Growth Catalyst podcast. Now, today we're going to do something a little different. Typically, this podcast is geared towards mostly franchisors and and people that are currently in business. But today we're going to have a special conversation for people who are thinking of becoming a franchisee. I talk a lot about the DNA of a franchisee. And if you are trying to figure out if you should become a franchisee, this episode is for you. Now, if you are going to invest what might be your life savings and your time and energy into a business that you didn't start yourself, you probably want to make sure that the odds are in your favor based on your natural skills and traits that it is going to be a fit for you because you don't want to have that regret a year or two years in, especially when there's this big uh, legal agreement that you're going to enter into as a franchisee. So um, where this comes from is my own background of having been within a franchise company for many years, including having been a franchisee for 18 years, but also all the time I've spent in the field supporting franchisees and just lifting the hood on different franchise companies and really looking at what makes franchisees a successful, a top performing franchisee. So as you're listening to this today, I want you to, if you're thinking of becoming a franchisee, take out the ego, you know, let your guard down a little bit with yourself and truly listen. Because if you you think that you have the trait or you try to convince yourself you have any of these traits and you don't, then you could end up entering into this longer term agreement and really regretting it because uh, you know it might be really difficult for you to be successful. So this is all about taking an introspective look. But another tip I have for you is also to ask the people in your network. So within that tip, I actually have two sub tips for you. I don't know if that's a thing, but I'm going to call it that. And the sub tips are this. One thing to do is go to your network, go to some people in your network, Howdy folks, just a quick interruption here to ask, as a franchisor, do you sometimes feel like it's lonely at the top? Like your friends and family don't really understand the unique challenges you face as a franchisor? Well, that's exactly why at Angela Cote Inc., we launched the Play Bigger Performance Groups. These are small groups for franchisors to come together and learn from each other, support each other, and hold each other accountable to achieving their growth goals. Check it out at angelacote.com forward slash play bigger and ask them about what traits they see in you before you tell them what the DNA of, of, of a high performing franchisee is. Say like, hey, you know, whether it's your, your spouse or your, your family members, it could be, uh, you know, a, a, an extended family member that is a little bit more removed. And it could be a former uh, teammate, you know, coworker, former employer where you go to them and you say like, what are the traits you see in me to be, that are the things that make me successful in what I do? You know, what are my top strengths kind of thing? That's one of the sub tips. The second one is to then take this DNA of a franchisee, these traits and 
take them to the people in your network, whether it's the same people or other people and say, what do you think? And have conversation about whether or not you have those traits. Again, this is truly in your best interest. If you don't have these traits and you go in and try to be a successful franchisee, you just won't be happy. So we are going to go through these traits and talk through them. I'm going to try to help you think about ways to kind of figure out if you have them and, uh, by the end of this, you'll have a pretty good idea of what you need to be a successful and high-performing franchisee. And remember, it's not about being right or wrong. It's about finding you an opportunity where you will thrive. Now, what I have seen is that there's this foundational DNA. Each brand is, of course, going to have some specific DNA. So if it's a fitness business, obviously being interested in health and, and wellness. Um, if it's a salon, maybe having some interest in the beauty industry food, that one's obvious, um, and so on. If it's something like a carpet cleaning franchise, it might be a little less obvious, but maybe the idea of being in the service industry and, or maybe, um, you know, there's something else about it that might have its, its unique traits. So let's get into though the foundational traits. Now, whether you call these traits or not, or key success factors is sort of separate from this, but let's start with number one is being financially prepared. So often overlooked by people is they think that, okay, it's a proven concept that, that it's going to like take off from the start, but really you've got to ensure that you've got enough budget for the upfront investment and some working capital. So I usually say that you should be prepared to have six to 12 months of working capital and income available, or maybe you've got a secondary household income so that you aren't counting on having uh, a salary from day one. It's very uncommon. If you can find a franchise that there is that and, and it fits for you, that's fantastic. But most franchise companies, most businesses, it's going to take a little while to get things going, even though there's a system in place. It'll go faster than if you try to do it all by yourself, but it will still take a little bit of time. Next up is being systems oriented. So people who gravitate towards following systems and processes are naturally going to thrive more in a franchise than those who prefer to be creative and frequently trying something new. Um, veterans often make great franchisees because they've experienced in great depth the value of following a system and they have great leadership. Um, so regarding the uh, being systems oriented, think about your past and consider whether you've been in a situation where you've had to follow a system and whether you were truly okay with that. Better yet, have you ever been in a situation where you had to follow a system that you didn't agree with? Because as franchisees, sometimes we've got to put the greater good of the company aside, um, or sorry, above, above our own needs and put our own needs aside so that we can work to protect everybody's best interest. So number two, systems oriented. Number three is having a touch of entrepreneurialism. And what I mean by that is as a business owner, it's your responsibility to grow your customer base. And this typically takes a level of creativity. And so that, you know, there might be guidance from the franchisor, but that could mean anything from like how you're going to go out and get customers to um, how you're going to maybe incentivize your staff um, and create a good team. So this is really um, related to your tendency to take initiative and your ability to problem solve, but being able to do that within a system. Next up is having brand loyalty or passion for the brand. If you don't absolutely love the brand, it's going to make it really hard for you to 
have the motivation to build and grow the business. You really need to be excited about waking up every day and putting your primary attention to this business. It's gonna be a lot more challenging for you to get creative and attract customers and clients and to inspire your employees if a franchisee is not, if, if you're not excited about what the offering is. So ask yourself what it is that excites you about the brand and reflect on whether that passion is likely to be sustainable. And it might not just, it might not be the product or service offering itself. It might be the brand or might be the company or the people behind it. So you've, there's gotta be something that's sort of igniting a spark within you about this opportunity. Next up is family support. So starting a new business, even one with proven systems is still a big deal. And it does bring a lot of weight on the franchisee's shoulders. There's long days, the financial burden, pressure to perform, and sometimes things don't pick up as quickly as franchisees expect it to because it's still a new business. So the most successful franchisees tend to be those who have family members supporting them through the ups and downs of being a business owner. So if your family's not supportive of this idea or you don't have that kind of family support, it's something you really wanna give some thought to. It could be a good friend as well. It doesn't have to necessarily be immediate family. So it might be, um, you know, people that will, whoever it is in your network that will step up and have emotional support to pep talks with you, uh, maybe even provide financial security if you need it at some point. Um, people that will even jump in and work in the business with you. I remember when I was helping open stores um, all across Western Canada for my family business, M&M Meat Shops, we saw often that the family members would get the training and they would step in on the weekends and, and just be there to help support the, the new franchisee. All right, next up is patience. So decisions and upgrades in a franchise typically move a lot slower because the effect of decision-making is, is broader. It, it affects numerous business operators who invested their life savings as well. So when a new idea comes forward or you have a great new idea, it's not that it should fall on deaf ears. A good franchisor will have systems in place to listen to your ideas, but they need to go through and cover you know, all their bases. And sometimes that takes time to assess you know, the franchisee buy-in and whether or not it makes sense to move forward with the decision. So you've got to have patience as a franchisee. Next up is having leadership skills. This one gets missed a lot. People just tend to overlook this because they, again, kind of go in thinking, well, the franchise are sort of looking out for me and taking care of me. However, in most small businesses, you're often, anyway, employing entry-level employees, which requires a special level of leadership and ability to motivate these frontline um, entry-level employees who are usually less loyal because they're younger or they're, you know, they like to move around and to be able to motivate them to, you know, show up for their shift and um, work hard when they're there, even though they're getting paid potentially, you know, minimum wage is, is critical. So one way to look at whether you've got some leadership skills is to think about what experience you have had as a leader, whether that was coaching a kid's sports team, volunteering on maybe the parent advisory council, managing um, a committee in a corporate role, or maybe you managed a department. Um, now, if you managed a department, you got to be a little bit careful because if you've managed people, are they the kind of people that you'd be employing? If you've managed people in a big, you know, um, corporate situation where the employees are middle management and you were a director, those people are going to operate different than people that are at the entry level wage um, sort of level of, of 
the workforce. So um, you may not get the same results in the, th the ways that you led that team. So be careful on that one a little bit, but watch or look into your background and your past and see when you were a leader, were you able to inspire others to buy into what you were trying to get them to do? Um, and, you know, is your, you know, is your tendency to be able to to motivate and inspire people just be careful though because if your tendency is to always rise to the top and then take over this might be a red flag for you that indicates you're not going to be comfortable having to follow someone else's system as a franchisee next up is being collaborative and team oriented this or, yeah collaborative and team oriented so just like on a sports team franchisees often need to accept decisions that are for the greater good of the overall company right and sometimes we need to exercise patience because as i mentioned things move slower in a franchise system and so you know there's teammates that need to be heard as well and so when we when we collaborate and and work together, there is a ton of value because you've got business owners operating the same business that can help each other and really leverage that collective wisdom. Um, but if people are more, if you're more um, apt to work independently and, and not reach out to people and, you know, you're not typically on a team or haven't been on teams in your life, you might find this one a little bit tricky um, so consider your past experience with being on a team and this could be past work experiences it could be being in sports it could be a sorority or fraternity extracurricular activities or volunteer experiences and so when you were in those positions did you appreciate or on those teams did you appreciate that you were not alone and had the opportunity to tap into that collective wisdom or did you feel more frustrated or annoyed that you couldn't just do what you wanted to do and be able to move on um, and go from there so check into that because it you really have the more team oriented you are the more successful you're going to be in a franchise company and it's very uh risky for somebody who doesn't really um, want to work on a team to be in a franchise next up one of my favorites and this one is probably the most overlooked and this is also probably one of the most i'm going to say important it is such a key thing and it is being sales oriented so contrary to popular belief, I'm out there trying to bust the myth that franchising is turnkey. Franchising brings you the system, but you're still the one that needs to go out and grow the business. So the problem with calling a franchise turnkey is that it can set up a false expectation that the business is going to run and sales will just come pouring in without putting in much effort. In most franchises, the franchisee plays a key part in generating sales for the business. And this can be anything from attending networking events in your local community, which I know that makes people uh, often want to like barf in their mouth, <laughs> to hosting a charity event to drum up business. Now, you can be creative in how you do sales as long as it's approved by the franchisor. Um, but it's a matter of being comfortable with that idea of getting out there into the community. And if that means in a virtual way, because it's a situation like we're in a lockdown or whatever, being creative and, and willing to put yourself out there online or however that is to be able to drum up business is so, so critical. And so look at your past and do you have experience with generating sales? If you don't, that doesn't necessarily mean you're not sales oriented. Um, if you look at the traits of of natural salespeople, you can even Google this, um, but you'll see, you know, being extroverted, being social, being dynamic, 
uh, confident, hardworking. Sometimes it's not all those things, but just maybe part of some of those things. It doesn't mean you can, can't be an introverted person that is good at sales and be a um, Actually, that's a little tougher being an introverted person with sales, but I guess what I meant to say is like being a little bit more of a quiet confidence can work really well in sales too, but one way or another, you got to be comfortable with sales. All right. So we're, we're getting to the end. We've got a couple more to go here being community oriented. So it really relate. It's really related to the concept of being a community, sorry, sales oriented. Um, so being community oriented, People that are comfortable getting out into their community typically do a better job of maximizing their franchise opportunity. So this can be anything from, you know, they call, they're they comfortable calling in favors with media people they're connected to. It might be getting uh, more well-known as a local franchisee operator through attending networking events, kind of like I mentioned before. So think about your level of com uh, connection and um, sort of, effort that you've put into getting out into your community and how that makes you feel. Who do you know in your community that you might be able to leverage, such as maybe other business owners or media people or politicians, local celebrities, you name it. Do you get excited when you think about this? And do you get excited about making and leveraging connections and building relationships? Because if you do, that's a good sign in most franchise uh, businesses. All right, here we go. We're coming to the last one here. This is it. Last one. And this one's probably... Uh, almost I'd say, well, probably equally as important as sales oriented, but they're all very important traits. So I really don't want to rank these because they, they really all are, they all have their place. So it's grit. Okay. At the end of the, I don't know why I just said that like that. Okay. At the end of the day, even in a franchise, a business owner is typically going to need to work long hours to get their business up and running. And often unexpected challenges arise that really require you to dig right in. And this uh, ties back to my missed, 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 myth busting statement. Contrary to popular belief, franchising is not turnkey. And I have lived and breathed this when I used to support franchisees with their initial grand openings and they're kind of getting open and saw that they would come and they would show up and they would think that, okay, this is a franchise. So I'm just going to show up. And the, the franchisor, which was me at the time on the, in the field is going to help me get this business up and running and kind of do the work. It's just not true. You know, having to work hard is just, it's commonly overlooked because people think, well, proven systems mean everything just flows. Um, whether a franchise is it's a franchise or an independent small business, there's always going to be challenging times that come and go that require a dig in approach. So franchisees that don't have grit tend to be the lowest performers in the franchise system. So think about yourself and think about how many hours you typically work currently and about whether you value your free time over the notion of putting in time to advance yourself. Are you willing to give up some of that free time to when necessary to work hard in the business. Um, sometimes, you know, all of a sudden you've got staff calling in sick and now you're the one that needs to go and jump in. If you, if, if you really like your, you know, nine to five and your, your sort of freedom of knowing when your schedule is and, and how many hours you're working, you're probably not going to be happy as a franchisee. All right. There you have it. The 10, uh, traits or DNA of a high-performing franchisee. I will just run through them really quick here. Being financially prepared, being systems-oriented, having a touch of entrepreneurialism, 
having passion or loyalty for the brand, having family support, having patience, having leadership skills, having a collaborative team-oriented mindset, as well as being sales-oriented, community-oriented, and having grit. There you have it. As you can maybe tell, this is an area of passion of mine, having been a franchisee and having been on the franchisor side and now working with many different exciting uh, franchise companies that are growing. If you have questions about this, feel free to send me a message wherever you are listening to this, if it's on social media, or you can reach out to us at Angela at angelacote.com. And we will try our best to answer your questions. But at the end of the day, make sure that you are really being introspective about whether or not this is going to be a fit for you. And then don't forget to find out what are the traits for the specific brand that you're looking at, what type of things are important. In addition to these 10 uh, particular, you know, traits for a, in general, high-performing franchisee. There you have it. Have an awesome day. Now go be awesome.